All right. So y'all ready? Yes, sir. Yep. All right. Let's go. Three, two, one. And welcome to Fistful of Sports, baby. My name is Jake. I am the host of the show, and I got my co-host here. I got Gavin. I got Richard. Introduce yourselves. Hey, y'all. I'm, I'm Richard. I'm uh, currently a senior at University of Georgia. I, uh, I'm currently majoring in uh, business marketing, and uh, I'm happy to, to start this show with Jake and Gavin. All right. I'll go next. Uh, last but not least. So yeah, my name is Gavin. I just graduated from UGA. I got a degree in marketing as well. And right now I'm just doing a couple things on the side. But right now we are currently working on a couple other Fistful projects. Like right now, my primary focus is with Fistful of Thrills, which is our theme park channel. But we're soon starting Fistful of Terror, which is going to be a channel where we go and investigate some haunted places in Georgia primarily. So I'm excited to get those started up. But Along with that, we have Fistful of Sports here, which is our sports podcast and channel. So let's, let's go. see where this goes. <laughs> yeah. I am pumped for this. <laughs> uh, yeah, so just great. so you guys know, this is a part of like a multiple series that these two have actually brought up. And I'm just hopping on board with what I'm interested in, which is sports, which let me introduce myself for you guys don't know. My name is Jake. I'm actually a master's student at the University of Florida, graduated from the University of Georgia, currently work for Georgia Tech. So I'm I'm Georgia's uh, number one public enemy right now. Just pretty much just pointed <laughs> out right there. I did graduate with a sports man- management degree and and in uh, my master's, I am doing sport management as well. But along with that, I am getting a graduate certificate in sport event management. So I'll be working with all those different events. So that's great. Hey, you're a dog at heart, Jake. I'm dog a dog at heart, heart and yeah. I'm still supporting them. Trust me. I'm not turning to tech and I'm not turning to, to the Gators. <laughs> Disgusting. You better not. Oh, I swear. I, I swear if you do, I'll lose all respect I, I, I for you. I ain't turning to them. Trust me. <laughs> all right. So pretty much here's how this is going to go. Just for the first episode, we got football season coming up. Thursday night, the Bucks versus the Cowboys. Important game there. It's the, I, it's the defending champions versus the Sissy Boys. And then you just got to. We got all different games coming on Sunday, and then we got two Monday night games that I don't even know what or who are playing right now. <laughs> all I know Dedication. is that the Giants are playing the Broncos. We have a chance to win the first game. <laughs> I swear, if the Cowboys somehow beat the Bucks, I'm just going to lose all expectations for the rest of the season. I'll just be like, okay, I have no idea where this is going. Let's just watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, for all – uh, listeners uh, coming in, like, I am a Patriot fan, so it is interesting watching a Brady game where people are honestly rooting for him, especially after he has won a Super Bowl. Because like this, for me, this is like the time where this is just the most Brady hate. Everyone's like, all right, screw y'all. We don't want nothing to do with you. But yet they're facing the Cowboys and everyone's like, guys, just please beat the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> So it's going to be wonderful to see all that. Hopefully, I honestly want to see the Bucks, And this is why I kind of want to bring us all together, too, because, like, we're all different uh, sports fans around here. I'm more, like, I'm definitely the one that's, like, involved with sports. I know, like, the ins and outs of, like, what's going to ha- what's going on with the games and stuff, and I'm a Giants fan. We got Richard down there, who's a bandwagon Patriots fan, just to say the least. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely yeah, yeah. going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. are, you, are you even from Boston? I'm just, gonna, I'm just asking. <laughs> you want to know the story? Let me hear the story. Okay, so yeah, so the the actually how it happened was 
when I was a kid, I just, for some reason, always liked the Red Sox. I don't know why, but it was just ever since I was just born, I just, for some reason, those, they were my team. I loved them. It was around the really time of- like Mel- supporting shitty teams, don't you? All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we beat y'all like twice, all right? Uh, <laughs> um, if you're a Yankees fan, I'm not sure you are. But, um, say anything about that. Um, but it was around, it was like, I remember actually, it was around like third grade. For some reason, I don't even know why, like I thought of this in my head. I was like, well, I like the Red Sox. I guess that means I have to like the rest of Boston sports team too. <laughs> and it was, it was like a day I was just like, all right, that's what's going on. So I just put it in my calendar. I was like, that's the day I decided. And ever since that's what's been, what's up. So. And then the thing with me, I grew, I was born in New Jersey. So I grew up in New York sports. So New York giants, New York Rangers, New York Yankees. Uh, I, I, I would say the Knicks, but Kind of, I really just not really a fan of like any NBA team. I'll def, definitely, if I'm going to support a team, I'd be the Bucks because I love Vontae de Campo. Don't got the dump doop. Wow. Wow. Oh, I see your true fan at heart. <laughs> let, let me repeat that. Vontae de Campo. And uh, me right here. NBA team. I, I do support the Braves and I do support, uh, well, it's, uh, Really nobody else actually. I don't know why I was oh yeah, Atlanta United. Right there. United. Hey. I was gonna say if you didn't support them, why would you have a flag up for them? And why would yeah, I, I was like ship hat on right now? There you go. Honestly. <laughs> and then uh Gavin, he's just uh, he doesn't know much about sports. Okay, yeah. I would say I'm definitely more just like a casual sports. The, the reason why you're a Falcons you. fan is because of your dad, okay? Okay, yeah, pretty much. Okay. That that's the thing. I enjoy watching sports. I've done directing for sports for broadcasts. I'm mostly involved in the production side of sports. That's where my expertise lies. I would say for Gavin, Gavin you, you've got to tell the Patriot story, the, the Patriot timeline. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, this is, that was a dark time in my life. Where... <laughs> oh so boy. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I grew up, the way my family was, we were really a team, uh, or not a team, but what am I saying? We were a family that just rooted for the home team. Uh, that's just how I was raised. My parents liked rooting for specific players rather than teams. I, I'm sorry, maybe it was just a weird household or something, but that's just how I was raised. So then I moved down here and you're like, okay, you know what? Maybe I should actually start rooting for an actual team, right? And I don't know why I chose the Patriots uh, because because you met me, honestly, (laughs) pretty pretty much the real reason here. uh, Yeah, pretty much. But you're like, honestly, you're like, I want to have what this man has, whatever that love he has. I'm like, God, let me just have that. (laughs) that. That's kind of probably what it was, because I was just a lost soul in the sports world, just going out looking like, you know what? I want to be able to have that same happiness when a team wins. But then, um, yeah, I don't know how much I could say on the show uh, about this specific thing. Uh, but yeah, my dad then got a job working for Arthur Blank, the owner of the Falcons in Atlanta United. So then a little something called conflict of interest happened. 
with multiple different things. Uh And I know you two both know what some of those (laughs) perks are. (laughs) Yeah, we do. And you cannot deny those perks. You have yet to make me experience it. I know I know what it's I know part of it. I oh, know you will, Jake. Said, you will. But I, I don't I know, know Richard. Exactly. I know I've, I've Richard. Once. Yeah, he, yeah, he experienced it once, and he is a Patriots fan, and he even admitted he had a fun time. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, when that happens, it must be something pretty good. And like you said as well, you're way more of a diehard fan for a specific team where I was not particularly raised that way. I do it because I think it's fun. I enjoy going to these events. Yeah. I enjoy watching the sport. I enjoy the social aspect of it. So that, I guess, is how I am. No one one can deny watching a football game with your friends. is just good. Oh, yeah. It's cool. Oh, yeah. So the one team I will say I've never turned on, I've loved from the beginning, Go Dogs. Hey. Go Dogs. That's true. That's very true. All right, so pretty much here's how this is going to work. Uh, we, we decided, you know what, we got to talk about the season. We got we got to introduce some of these teams, talk about them, see like what we're going to do. But we're going to make a little challenge out of it. We're going to talk about uh, – we're going to do a little draft about some teams. So due to my internship, I can't really do fantasy football entirely. So I'm, I'm trying to get into the gray area right now. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going with some money. I'm not going against anything. We're just, we're just doing this just for fun. And maybe – punishment for the loser who knows we'll see what happens but here's how this is going to work we're going to draft 10 teams all like this this could go in like any order right now this could go like me gavin richard whoever blah 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 we pretty much uh i'm we're going to pick 10 teams two teams are going to be left over we'll get to those in a little bit so for each time these team these teams win it's worth three points a tie one lose zero so pretty much it's going to work exactly how soccer works and then we're going to have like a couple perks at the end of the regular season. If a team gets a whole field advantage, just 10 extra points, division winner five, wild card three. And then we got a uh, playoff teams, wild card. If a wild card win is scores five points. Divisional win is going to worth 10. Championship win is going to worth 20. And Super Bowl win going to be the big bucks, $30. I mean, 30 points. <laughs> we're not. We're not doing yeah, money. I we're promise. Not, it's not we're dollars. Not, we're, we're not, not betting. Money, I promise. <laughs> we promise. We're not betting. This is a fistful of dollars here. <laughs> yeah, you with your crypto. All right, anyway, anyway and we're just going to throw in a couple bonuses in here just to like sprinkle in some points. Maybe just like uh, try to like maybe entice you to pick like some of the lower teams. Like maybe for your first pick, somebody would pick the Houston Texans. Why would you do that? But maybe you will. Who knows? <sighs> so two points for a safety. Three points for a kick and punt return in the same game. Four points for a QB to QB reception. And then we got successful onside kicks. That's one point each. We got a perfect pass rating or a 0.0 pass rating because of how rare they are. That's <laughs> going to be worth four points. You got MVP winner, five. Player to year. Like this has to be on the specific team. If the specific team had a uh, MVP winner, that's worth five points. That team had a player to year. Three points. That that's offense and defense for both NFC A AFC and we'll include special teams. Because those those people matter, right? They matter, correct? Yes. They, they, yeah. They matter. <laughs> and then we also got stat leaders. That's worth two points each. Drafting that now here's where like the Texas come in. If the team drafts number one in the 2022 draft, that's worth five points. So maybe you might be enticed to like maybe pick a team that could suck or tank the entire year. 
<laughs> you know, maybe hmm. the Atlanta Falcons. Hey, guess what? They don't even know how to tank. <laughs> they they yeah, really right. don't know how to tank correctly. <laughs> so you stand corrected. <laughs> All right. And then, yes. And then for the two draft teams that are undrafted by us, each time those teams win a game against one of our teams, that's minus one point for us. So pretty much that's how it's going to work. Uh, I'm going to pull up a random number generator just because uh, I should have had this pulled up earlier. Go 1 to 100. So pick a number between 1 and 100, Richard. Let's do 25. 25, Gavin. Let's do 75. 75, I'll go right in the middle with 50. There right, <laughs> you go, generate 98. So that's Gavin ga- drafting yes. first. That'll be Gavin, me, then Richard. Oh, <laughs> all right. So, Gavin, who are you picking first? <laughs> okay, so this might be a little conflict of interest because they're both in the same division. They're in the same division with the Falcons, but I'm going to have to go with the Bucks. The Bucks. So, why'd you pick the Bucks? Well, because they're a very well-rounded team, I would say. So they've got weapons on offense, especially. Well, first off, Tom Brady. Like, you can't deny how great Tom Brady is himself. And he just holds that team together. You've seen how much of an impact he made last year when he went on the team. But also, yeah. yeah, especially now, like, they've got some defensive weapons as well. So just when you have a team well-rounded, they're coming off of a good Super Bowl win. They have that momentum. They have that chemistry with the team. You can't deny that's what makes an effective team effective. And here's the thing about that team, too. There's like everybody that played in that Super Bowl is returning to that team. Yeah. Like that chemistry that they built throughout the year. Because the the beginning of the year last year, they didn't really have that great a chemistry. Yeah, but they built it over time. You could see them developing and clicking together like Like, as time went on. Like after like they struggled against the Giants, that's when it really clicked. Like they're Mm -hmm. like, we can win these games. We go, 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 and then they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's yeah, it's already there. They have the experience, obviously. I mean, look, I mean, Tom obviously doesn't have the same skill maybe that he once did, but I think what he has now is just the experience and be able to lend that mental kind of experience to other players of like, hey, this is how you do it. You know, this is what you got to do. This is how you prep. And, you know, and now all the players that have won are still there. So I'm just like, I mean, I, th- I think besides maybe a few other teams, that is an obvious pick for a repeat, honestly. Of yeah, no, Bowl. for sure. For sure. Yeah. All right. So I'm next and we are going to go with the Bills. I'm going to pick the Ooh, Bills. Maybe Bills. Choice. Mainly because here's the thing. This team is really good. I love Josh uh-huh. Allen. I love like – uh like the whole Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs lineup. This is mainly just like for me to get some extra points. But here's another thing. The Bills are really good. They they are going to challenge for that division win. They'll probably win the division depending on what Miami does for sure. I'm still not sure about Miami's quarterback. I'm just, we'll, bring, we'll bring that up when we talk about the Dolphins. But the Bills, they have like a great all-around team. Their defense is phenomenal. Sean McDermott's a great coach. And I definitely think that they could – definitely make it back to the championship game like they did last year. Yeah. I agree. I think that Josh Allen, I think he's the real deal. Um, as much as it pains me to say it, I do think they will be very good. Um, it will, it, it will be honestly like what the AFC East has felt for the past 20 years. So, uh, you know, I'm hoping it's not as long, but you know, it certainly it's starting to appear that way. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, they they are a looking. They were a good team, and they look they are looking to continue being a very good team. Yeah. All right. So Richard, wait, no, Gavin, do you want do you want any more? Um, I have to agree with all those points. I would say, like, you could see that they obviously before they were a team that's building, but now I feel like they finally hit that mark where they're an effective team and you could see that they're good on both sides of the ball and they are a very effective competitor. All right. Sounds good. Richard, <laughs> who are you picking? <laughs> Honestly, I would say the Packers. The uh, Packers? Ooh. Really? Here's the thing. It's like, we all know Aaron Rodgers, Devonte Adams, it's their final, final year. It's one thing to have the talent, but when you have that, just that, that simple will to win, I do think that can just strike a, or just, was it have almost just ignite something within a team that team knows Aaron is gone after this year as with yeah. everyone else. So it's like, I do think that there's hopefully as, as much as I can predict, I think something will go down that locker room where they're like, you know what? Hey, y'all let's just give it our all. We are truly going to just give it the all get everything we got because you know if we don't then we will as of yet as of now be you know suffering for the next couple of years after yeah all right gavin any opinion um yeah i have to say like aaron Rodgers. obviously people consider him one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time i don't consider him the greatest quarterback of all time obviously but i will say he's a very effective quarterback and also I, do, I know he's had some drama with management on that team, but I don't think that's going to affect the way the game plays for him at all. I feel like he's still going to be very effective. Like Richard said, he's going to have that dedication and he's going to have just that willpower of, okay, this is most likely my last season, something like that. Most likely it will be. I honestly think so. Especially when you see Drew Brees going and all that. It's like, okay, yeah, his time's coming up. He wants to make one final season that counts. And the way that counts is obviously getting to the playoffs, getting to the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl. And when you have that mindset of determination, there's very little that will stop you. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah, no. So for me, the Packers, it's a little bit complicated, I would say. Like, I feel like this is kind of a reach pick at this point because the Packers, they're – all right, like they, they definitely like Aaron Rodgers could definitely lead them. Like once you get them angry, you're you're, you're done for. That that's pretty much it. Like you get them angry, boom. But there was some very big holes on that team last year that I feel like they did not fix at all. So right. I feel like if like nothing like looks completely different come like week one or week two, this team could be, get really exposed. No matter how good Aaron Rodgers is, that's a so, fair point. That's definitely yeah, no. a fair point. I feel like this team, they, they're, they're still going to make the playoffs. So there's no question about that. It's just like, they'll probably still win the division too, with how that division is right now. But Packers, yeah, yeah no, they're, they're going to make the playoffs, but I just don't think they're going to go far. All right. That's a fair point. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Gavin, what are you picking? Okay. So this might come as a little bit of a shock, but I'm going to go with the Titans. No, that's not a shock at all. Yeah. I am actually pissed you picked them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because that's the thing. Like right now, well, before they really relied on the running game at first, right? Because they have a little, well, not a little guy at all. He's (laughs) (laughs) He's really not little. He's not 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 that little. I was going to say a little weapon called 
<laughs> yeah, he's not little at all. But now they have another offensive weapon who used to be on the Falcons named Julio Jones. And now, yeah, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones are both on that team. So now Ryan Tannehill has two good receivers. Like, they can have a passing game as well as a running game. So that just adds a little bit more variety to their team and gives them more options. And you've seen that team over the past couple of years as well build up. That's something I look for. A team that before might have not been something that's great, but has been on the rise now. Like in the last year, you could see, okay, they're strong contenders now. They're putting together a solid team because those are the teams of the future that are going to succeed. Not teams that were great four years ago and are slowly declining. It's like, okay, no, you want to see what's up and coming. And I feel like the Titans are one of those teams, especially now. Yeah, no, I, I think so. Like, their offense is insane. Their defense, yes, like, it was good last year. They did lose a couple key uh, players on that team. But for right now, like, that defense is actually really good. And they yeah. have done, like, a phenomenal job with what they have done so far. And definitely feel like this team could definitely challenge for a Super Bowl. There's no challenge. Oh, yeah, they could. About that. They could challenge the Chiefs. They could challenge the Bills. They are there to compete. And this this could be their final year, too. This is that's another thing you gotta think about. They could be going hard this year. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think they will probably remain more run heavy, obviously, with Derrick Henry. Um, so the offense will still, I think, be similar enough. But yeah, I mean, honestly, it do seem like a vastly just obviously vastly improved team. And then, you know, any team with Julio, yeah, come on. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, nah, so Titans, think, it but... is. So for my next pick. I gotta think. I'm gonna go with the Rams. Ooh, okay, ah, yeah, that's that's a good choice. The Rams. Matt Stafford is finally on a good team. He yeah, finally he has is. a good coach. He finally has some sort of stability. He has some great receivers. The defense is also pretty good too. They got Jalen Ramsey and they got Aaron Donald as well. That defense is gonna be great. The offense is gonna be a madhouse every week in week out. They'll probably <laughs> they'll probably give up a lot of points for sure, but. They're going to outscore the teams no matter what, and that te- that this team is definitely a front runner to win that division in a hard division too with the Seahawks, Cardinals, and 49ers. I feel like the Rams definitely a good choice. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree with that. I mean, just like you said, yeah, Stafford on their team is a game changer now. Yeah, they he... got rid of golf. <laughs> that's the that's yeah. the main game changer. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It 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 will be interesting because yeah, I mean, look, Stafford's had the not. I guess in a way, the excuse his whole entire career, just he was on the Lions, you know, who are just plagued with bad luck, honestly. So the fact that he is on a team that can actually support him this time, they're, I'd say, a very optimistic looking team, I would say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, seemingly it doesn't look like he's in the twilight of his career either. So, yeah, this will be. You know, I, I think just the stability right now around Stafford is definitely going to be helping him out a little bit, especially with like uh, at least having a coach that's there, like, how many I don't know how many coaches he went through with uh, the Lions, but he it, it it hasn't been good. He's the last coach he had was Matt Patricia. That explains everything right there. Look, yeah, I love me some Matt Patricia, man. He uh, had a powerhouse. He's no the most head part coach, powerhouse, uh, but he's yeah. not the head coach type. He's not. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. with with as sadly, we a lot also of... saw with Dan Quinn. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, with a lot of you know, sadly. Honestly, Patriot uh, assistant coaches, uh, you know, Josh McDaniels with the 
uh, Denver Broncos. And, um, and yeah, what Brian Flores, um, who, I don't know. Look, basically, he was not good. I love Matt Patricia. I won't badmouth the guy. He helped us win Super Bowls. But, yeah, it just clearly wasn't for him, honestly. The only time he – I remember thinking, oh, you know, he actually did a good job was when he beat the Patriots. And the only reason why he beat the Patriots because he knows Bill Belichick's playbook, like the back of his hands. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like when, yeah, when you've been working with someone for that long, obviously you're going to know how to read them, especially when you were helping to make plays on the team. So it's like – yeah, yeah, obviously you're going to have a pretty good chance of winning a game like that. But the Patriots are not the only competitor. And just because you're a good assistant coach or a special teams coach, something like that, does not mean you're going to be a good head coach. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so for my rigid. pick, for my pick, I'm cliche, but the Chiefs, honestly. Yeah, I knew you were going to take them. Yeah. yeah. It's like Chiefs are, I feel like that in terms of besides the Buccaneers, they are the safest pick. Mahomes is coming back. They have a defense that is, you know, I would say good enough. I would say good, good enough. They're not lights out, but they're good enough. Um, you know, he continues having the supportive offense that he does. You know, Chiefs, end of the day, if Chiefs have Mahomes, you can essentially, they'll at least make the playoffs. And in, in my opinion, I think they have a lock, you know, for the championship for the most part for the next couple of years, honestly. For Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mahomes is the main quarterback in the league right now he is the yeah. oh, oh he is sure. the guy easily he's just gonna carry that team he's pretty much gonna be tom brady he's just gonna and, carry that team currently they're in a dynasty right now with this guy you know oh, yeah. I mean, they have him in for how many like five years now five more years mm-hmm. contract they have yeah, like, your contract the, so the massive contract so massive contract so yeah no they're they're locked in with him and and plus here's the best part about that contract i like I got to bring in my business mind here. The best part about that contract is that he doesn't really start making money until the fifth year of his contract. Every single year is just like trickled in a little bit and then boom, there it goes. So he wants to build that team to win Super Bowls right away. So definitely a great pick. And honestly, look, he's, he's a competitor, you know, it's like to have a Super Bowl like that to, you know, honestly get your ass handed to you is almost, it was very similar to the Broncos against the Seahawks in 2013, you know, Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like honestly, and in, in what happened? The Broncos came back. What was it, 2015 against the Panthers? And if anything, on top of that, they were more defensively minded in that Super Bowl, and they, you know, right. they wiped Cam against the against the turf, right? So, <laughs> come come this year, obviously, I don't know if it will be the, as immediate as this year, but Mahomes losing, having that motivation to win, and then also them realizing, hey, you know, we can't. It can't just be the Mahomes show because, as, as we all true. know, it's defense that wins. Oh, yeah, it is defense. <laughs> it is the defense. Yeah, <laughs> you can. Defense I can. Wins I can certainly games. say it. I I can say it twice, but once in my favor, and once against my favor. We beat the greatest show on turf in two thousand one, and then we lost in two thousand seven to this man's Giants. So I, mean, I can say defense wins yeah. championships, baby. I, I yeah, mean, exactly. I know they do. Oh, I. From personal experience, yeah. no, they do. <laughs> yeah, a third, I guess, and say three experiences. I mean, they lose. No, 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 four two. experiences because yeah, the well, Rams, they, too. Yeah, the Rams, <laughs> Super Bowl, right here in Atlanta. Look yeah. how low scoring that game was. But mm-hmm. what was the critical aspect of why that game was low scoring? People considered that game to be very boring, too. 
I loved that game. And I obviously have bias, yeah. but in terms of defensive minded game, it was just uh chef's kiss. It was a brilliant game. Oh yeah. Honestly. So yeah, that was my pick. So, to go back to the Chiefs, that's my pick. Yeah, Evan. Okay. Who are you picking? Guess what? I'm gonna I... pick a team that was terrible a few years ago. I know he's improved. picking. And it's not the Falcons because they have not very much. I, I know who you're uh, picking. Yeah. I'm going to take the Browns. Is this because of your mom? No, it is not. <laughs> I'm sure she's like clapping though from somewhere in your house, Gavin. Like, oh, no. But I mean, this applies to just what I said with the Titans, Jacob Baskinger. <laughs> yeah, that's not my name. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know it's not. It's, it's Jacobius. Jacobius. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah. Other well, than your mom, like, why'd you bake the Browns? Oh no, my mom just likes Baker Mayfield, not the Browns. <laughs> um, honestly, though, it's because they have been a team that has acquired weapons over to Pat. They have, like, seriously. Oh yeah. If you look at it. You have Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. You have Baker Mayfield is doing better and better as time goes on, and they have a solid defense too. So. Yeah. Basically, yeah, like I said, when you combine those two things, and it just makes for a good team, I would say. And you've seen them improve over the years as well. Mm-hmm. And they've just kept adding people to make that team more effective. And like I said, like a couple of years ago, if you said that, if I said that, I'd be crazy. I would be insane. And I know you're looking at me like I'm insane. <laughs> you no. are. You're looking at me like I'm insane. <laughs> but guess what? I think, I don't know. It looks like this could be a very effective team this year if they play their cards right and people just don't get injured, which I know is a lot to ask for for a team, but... Yeah, hey, don't get injured. As long as that doesn't happen, I think that this could be an effective team. I mean, you say that, you don't want injuries, but at the same time, Odell Beckham Jr. got injured and they drastically improved after that, so... Yeah, but that's just... A case, right? That's a rare case of that's not always how it gets. Yeah. Disease. Yeah, I that was interesting how as a team their dynamic works so much well when he was on the bench, but yeah. <laughs> it's a conversation I mean, for another time. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a conversation for another we'll time. We'll have we'll have the, the controversy uh pot a podcast episode one of these days <laughs> yeah we will one of the times um we'll have to see how it goes first <laughs> all right so my pick is your rival it's who you guys were before but we took over and won two super bowls as the browns but now they're the ravens Ooh. Uh, all right i'm just gonna say this right now lamar jackson Please don't get injured. <laughs> That's the one for. reason why That's, I didn't. Because I feel like okay, go you you can go ahead first, and then I'll the share. The main my reason why I'm really worried about this pick in a way because I just really just want uh Lamar Jackson to be healthy. I want him to just be able to go out there, compete, and everything. Just please stay healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like his run game, amazing. And then you got you got you bolstered a running game, even though uh, J.K. Dobbins is injured you still got a good running backs back there so you still got all that you got a great coach in john harbaugh you got a good deep we got still a good defense even after losing like a bunch of talent throughout the years you still bolstered up that defense so really i i, I mean patrick queen my guy yeah 
I mean, look, yeah, I mean, I think Lamar Jackson, I mean, he is, I would say he, I mean, look, he was up there with Patrick Mahomes. I would say some argue he still is to some degree. I just think obviously where Patrick Mahomes didn't falter was um, Patrick Mahomes did not get injured. Right. Yeah. He, he just did a little something called not get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just, you know, and, but th- that being said, you know, kind of what Gavin said, you know, the past, right. If, if Lamar does not get get injured this season, I do believe Sky could potentially be the limit for the Ravens. As much as yeah. I hate to say it, I do not like the Ravens. But oh, I know it, you don't. It could it could happen? <laughs> All right, so Richard. Um, and once again, uh, not the you know, it's funny. I never have, I have never not, I've never hated this team, but I totally understand everyone's hate for it. It's the Cowboys. All right. And it's kind of the same approach in a way of Jake to the Ravens, whereas Dak Prescott, when he's on the team, when he's actually playing, they have promise. Right. But the thing is, the man keeps getting hurt right, over and over and over and over again. Right. So it's like. I think this season, especially, and I think it, it is funny and I'm never the person since I'm not a Cowboys fan, but every every year the Cowboys are like, oh, it's our year, man. It's our year. But. I'm not saying it's definitely going to be their year. It, it might be at least their division at the very least, right? Um, but it, it could be. Um, the way you're talking about the Giants, I'm not sure, Jake. But it could be, <laughs> it, it, it could be their year in terms of division. That's what – but – and that's – I think at, for me at least that's at the minimum. That's at the minimum bar. At that mm-hmm. point, based off of that, they can potentially – they could go up farther, honestly. And, you know, Gavin, you know, with your uh, old uh, – compadre and dan quinn we'll oh, see yeah, that's right he, we'll that see. is um that's right we'll, that we'll is see. a wild card my friend that is a very wild wild card it could go either way you never yeah. know until it actually happens you could yeah. you know what the cowboys might have more hope this season but you know what might happen it might just all go away with one minute left on the clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, yeah yeah you remember that game you remember oh, that oh, game boy. Oh, we were all remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we yeah, were so, all there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, but anyway, like I said, that, all that being said about Prescott and then Dan Quinn doing honestly what he is almost, he's like what Rex Ryan and um, all the Ryans actually, what is it? Buddy Ryan. And then uh freaking crap. Who's the other brother? Rob. The, yeah. They're all masterful coordinators. They suck uh, at uh, coaching. So, you know, oh. It might be the same way with Quinn. All right, so here's what I got to say about the Cowboys. So they have amazing talent on that team. There's no question about it. They have Ezekiel Elliott. They have Dak Prescott. They have a great defense out there. I think they still even have uh, uh, Leighton Esch, like uh, Leighton Banderesh, his name is. He's a great linebacker. He's probably the best linebacker in the week. The thing is, the coaching on on that team is not the best. Right. The coaching is what, like, still, even with Dak Prescott injured last year, there was no excuse why that team went 6-10. There's no excuse at all. The Cowboys should have at least easily won that division, even with Andy Dalton. Why didn't they do it? Coaching was terrible. Terrible play calls. And just everybody just lost motivation in the team, it seemed like. So, really, the Cowboys, if Mike, like, the person who needs to show up most of that team is Mike McCarthy. It, he, that's the only way that team's going to be able to win that division. If not, that like now, the division has gotten a lot better. It's like 
the Giants got better. Redskins, other than uh, having Fitzmagic on their team, has gotten a lot better in their defense. It's insane. Yeah. So, yeah. really, like the only team that's really not good in that division is the Eagles. That's it. But the Cowboys, if they can show up, if Mike McCarthy can do his job right, this team can definitely win that division. They can, but also you have to think about as well. Uh, that division's always considered the joke of every single division in football. So winning that division is not as big as an accomplishment as like the Rams winning their division, I would say. Mm-hmm. But still, like, as long as they win the division, they are in the playoffs technically, and they just have to win a few more games. So as long as their team can click, they have a shot. I will defend the NFC East with all my might because I will say that every time that we play each other, we always beat each other up, and we cannot show up in any of the games outside of a division. Yeah, well, because for some reason, every team in that division just cares about winning against each other and no one else. Yeah, that's really true. All right, so Gavin. Okay, um, so for me, I'm going to have to go back out west, and I'm going to have to take the Seahawks. The Seahawks, okay. Like yeah. It. Explain. So, honestly, I think the Seahawks, because like you've seen, they've been a consistent team over the last several years, and I think that one thing that they have that's – well, I mean, it's been a couple things. So, they've had Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, and I feel like those two people – on that team they can work with other people on the team they can make new players coming in improve work better and that team just works well together you would say like the Seahawks have been one of the very few teams over the last several years that when you hear them it's like like, okay they used to be good and now they suck it's like no they've always just been good Mm -hmm. they might not win every single game or they might not get to the Super Bowl but they're always thought of as a contender for getting there every season that I can remember for the last several years. Yeah. I, I think that they are, they have a team that honestly, I mean, I mean, look, I mean, yeah, the Legion of boom is essentially gone, right? They've had a lot of makeovers, but for the most part, Pete Carroll and, you know, Russell Wilson, they, they've have found a way to make it work in a way, right? It's like, even though it's, They've almost had like their a new origin story every year for the team. You know, they still are able to stay relevant for the most part. And, um, you know, that being said this year, they certainly have potential to do that again, I think. Yeah. I think you guys have some uh, points. The thing is, I don't think this team's going to be very good this year. Just like uh, really they, they should have won the game against the Rams in the playoffs, but did not even show up last year. For some reason, uh, when they faced the Giants, who did not even have Daniel Jones, they had Colt McCoy playing, and they got outplayed by Colt McCoy. This team can easily show up and be the best team in, in the league, but it could easily be the worst team in the league as well. It's very inconsistent with how they play. I mean, that's that's why I didn't take them as my first pick. I just yeah, know I mean, they yeah, are a solid team that can show up when they need to or when they want to, but it's they've been one of those teams that just has been – consistently known as a good team and that's kind of rare these days usually you have teams that are in the decline you have teams that are up and coming but they've just been one team that's kind of stayed on that line of good yeah i know what you're saying i would say yet yeah, it kind of to your point jake i'm cautiously optimistic about them right mm-hmm. i'm like they have they have the potential yeah yeah they very well could just not show up for the majority of the game or just you know, honestly, kind of, you know, be like the Falcons, right? Be good enough to be okay, 
but then they just kind of are stuck in like that no man's land, right? And they kind of right. can't they can't figure out that identity. Mm-hmm. And yeah, form, it's one of the two, right? And if if they do figure out the identity, it's it's too late. Yeah. Right? So all right. So this next one, from what I'm picking, might actually confuse you guys a little bit because uh, after the season they had last year, but I'm going with the Chargers. Interesting. Here's Intriguing. why. Here's why this Let's team last year. They put up points that nobody's ever seen. They nearly beat the Chiefs last year. They could, they had so many chances to win games, but they blew them. Pretty much uh, they played the Falcons as like the greatest game of all time. Just two teams that would just show up all the way to the point and then blow it. And then those that whole game, nobody wanted to show up in the fourth quarter so for whatever reason. Neither team wanted to win that game. But the Chargers, now they have coaching. The, the Brown last year, their coach, terrible. Like, Blew every single game, only got into the playoffs one time, and then the next season just completely just went down to bed and just went to sleep. This year, they have a good quarterback. They have a quarterback that I wish came out a year before because the Giants would have picked him over Daniel Jones any day. But for this for this case, Justin Herbert, great co- I mean, great QB. The defense is it's like just as good. They have a great they have a great defense over there, and I feel like they've bolstered that up a lot. They had a lot of free agent signings, and they and I mean they're gonna have to play a away game for like seventeen games in this season. So it's it definitely shows that like this team can they can play, and they have a very big potential in this team for sure. Isn't it funny how Eli was drafted by the Chargers and with the Giants? I know, and now it's like almost it's. It's almost flip flopped, right? The, the quarter, the good circle. quarterbacks going to the to the to the Chargers, right? It so, came full circle, full circle, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's a good pick. Um, for me, honestly, I am. Wait, Gavin, do you have anything to say? Oh yeah. Um, not really. I think you pretty much covered everything that. All right. You had to add to that. I feel like you guys just don't know anything about the team. All right, Richard, go. <laughs> that's the thing. I really don't know much. <laughs> <laughs> that. I will pick the football team. Ooh. Ooh, redacted. Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, uh, Magic, whatever you want to call him. Fitzmagic. Yes. I, he, he, is, he is like as if, to our Seahawks example, if he was the team itself, right? You don't know what you're going to get with Fitzpatrick. You can either get the bling bling, like the slices looking guy on the town, or freaking, you know, like doesn't even know how to throw a football, right? You have him returning on offense, right? Antonio Gibson, um, Logan Thomas, and then Ron, Ron Rivera, classic defensive-minded coach coming back. I am looking forward to what this team will look like, honestly. I think they have a lot of potential. Once again, if Ryan shows up, they definitely have potential. If he doesn't, I don't know. I truly don't know. But if he's there to play, I can guarantee you they will give the Cowboys, even though I cho- picked the Cowboys, you know, based off what I said of the Cowboys, the football team has the potential to give them a run for their money. Thing about the redacted themselves, because uh, they really the way I see it is that they're one quarterback away from just becoming a super team because there's a lot of potential on that team. But for some whatever reason, they just didn't want to draft up for whatever reason. They have Fitzpatrick. And they saw Mac Jones still out there on the board, and they did not trade up ahead of the Patriots. And they Thank still, God. yeah, you better be glad. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, just for whatever reason, I don't know why they're sticking with Fitzpatrick. It's just confusing to me, and I feel like he, he's not a long-term guy there. I guess they he see something. He's maybe, a journeyman. Yeah, he's a journeyman. I, I feel like they're seeing something in the next draft that they might want to go for, but this team is good. That's the thing. Yeah. So if you're looking for a quarterback, you're definitely – like if you're looking for a quarterback in the next draft, you better be able to get rid of some of those players that you built up that team with. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, Fitz Magic, yeah, he's good, but it's not consistent. And I feel like a team needs to be consistent, especially with their quarterback. Like, that's one of the most important key parts of your team that needs to be consistently there. And you've seen, like, with every team he's been on, you've had stretches of, oh, my gosh, he is fantastic. We are going to win everything. And then a few games later, He's swapped out. Yep. And then when that quarterback starts to underperform, they swap him back in. It's almost like a game of flip-flop. And when you're flip-flopping your main core part of your team, that's not very good. But you never know with him. Like, he could get a lot of wins. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we are kind of at the part of the quote-unquote draft where we are picking those teams that could be gambles oh yeah for sure oh yeah at this point i'd say it's a lot of very hypotheticals yeah that's kind of what it is we've already selected i think you guys know what hypothetical i might be picking next really really these are just (laughs) just teams that like can just sneak their way into the playoffs really pretty much yeah all right so gavin who are you picking okay um let's see so for me this this is a gamble too, but I know I thought, okay, they could be something last year and we've seen improvement with them last year as well. Honestly, uh, maybe the Raiders. Ooh. Okay. Because I know that's a gamble, but the thing that is, that is a real big gamble. I, that is, I know that is a real big gamble. But Explain. yeah, I, I, I I don't know where I'm thinking this, but I I know this is probably just a, yeah, it's totally a gamble on my end why I'm thinking this, but I think, okay, they just moved to a new location. It's a brand new team. They have all this hype around them. Like, okay, are they going to be something this year? They've had a year to adjust. Obviously moving to a new city and a new stadium takes some adjusting. And now that they've had that adjustment period, done and over with now they can focus on okay actually building their team properly and clicking as a team and there's a reason people thought before okay they could be contenders for doing really well but they had those kinks to work out and now i feel like in the off season they most likely got those a lot of those kinks worked out yeah i agree with that you know, like what I say about the team, they're like, like, yeah, you could you could say that they got all the kinks out. They could they did everything that they needed to do. But their defense is still terrible. They didn't really bolster up the defense so much. They they that secondary last year, every play just like went right past them. Every play. So I will counter though, and I will say if you look at the Bucks from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, something clicked with them, right? Yeah. But 
This ain't the Bucks. <laughs> I know it's not the Bucks. The, the Bucks have talent. This team has no talent on the in their secondary. I mean, that's why it, I totally said it's a gamble. But if a, it works out, <laughs> yeah. Quite a lot of holes, but I, I can see where <laughs> it's basically I would say it's more wishful thinking, but it, it would be it would be quite interesting to see what they're able to do. Because obviously, yeah. obviously it's like we <laughs> are young kids these people these men are are paid millions of dollars every year to coach these these players they they know their secondary sucks they know their team sucks so it's like more of my question is okay working with those same players what exactly are they going to do differently you know because mm-hmm. yeah obviously with chucky doll himself you know uh <laughs> he, he's no belichick but he is known to be you know very very strategic in that he knows how to use his players mm-hmm. so once again, it comes to the point of, okay, well, the player is the player and you can't, you know, freaking, you know, turn an apple into a lemon, right? It's like, right. you get what you get. But once again, it's a reach. There's holes. Nothing, yeah. nothing impossible. Yeah. All right. Cool. Sounds good. So, I mean, yeah, the Raiders definitely see it as a gamble pick. I don't think they're going to be any good. I'm, I'm sorry, Gavin. <laughs> oh, don't be. <laughs> All right. So for my pick... I'm surprised you guys haven't picked this team at all. I'm going with the Dolphins. Oh, thank God. Yeah, it, it was funny. I was – I almost would have picked that if you picked another team. Oh, really? <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm curious to see why you would say the Dolphins. So, here's the thing. They, honestly, their team last year, just like going from like the worst team in the league talent-wise, they're – like they're – they had – they went to the worst team that was talent-wise, but their coach was great. So they knew they had something there. They bolstered up that talent, got to like nearly the playoffs last year. And now this year with like how the Colts are and how unstable like other teams are going to be like in the AFC for that final wildcard spot, this could easily put Dolphins in at the number six spot. I just, I, I don't think they're going to win the division with the Bills. I think there's a little bit like Tua Tagovailoa. He definitely has like a little bit of just like, uh, there's the there's some like eh, about him like I'm not sure if the team fully trust him completely yeah because especially like how last year they would start Fitzpatrick then it would start Tua start Fitzpatrick start Tua it was it was a little bit weird but now I feel like he had some time to develop he has some time just to like at least get some playing time in there and now that he knows that he has a connection with all the players on this team I feel like this team could do really big things. I agree. I think it's all around Tua, honestly. I think that, yeah, it's like, yeah, he truly had like the rookie season, right? He, he, he had his mess ups and whatnot. So I think now going into the season, you know, I mean, look, it, it will be a competitive division. That's why if they were in a different division, honestly, I might've picked them. I might've picked them beforehand, but I think with the division, the working in, it's still going to be very interesting. I won't say difficult. I'll say more interesting. Um, but you know, with Brian Flores, I mean, look, I mean, they have, I would say compared to Gavin's pick of the Raiders, I would say these, are the, this is the team where they have the cards, it's just they have to execute it. So I would actually be like, hey, this is my, this is a guess, but I actually could see this happening. Yeah. Gavin? Yeah. Um, want to insult my pick a, now? <laughs> what? You want to insult my pick now? <laughs> no, I'm, what did I ever say I wanted to insult to Jake? 
But okay, I will say though, like <laughs> with the Dolphins, yeah, they had to have that year to adjust. And obviously, we have a lot of new rookie quarterbacks coming in right now. But yeah, I feel like Tua's had that adjustment period. He's gotten to know his teammates. They've gotten to click. So that's pretty much all I have to say. That should allow for a better team dynamic for its time. Nice. Cool. Yes. Yeah, no, this team could said, definitely but, do some big things. Richard, yeah. what kind of pick are you going to make now? My pick. The team. It, it's it's getting hard. It's really yeah. getting hard. It might be called the New England Patriots. I of course, figured you would. Of course, you would. Are, are we going to? Okay, wait. Are we going to have to draft our teams as well? No, we don't have to draft our teams. <laughs> okay, so you don't have to. But I yeah. am. Somebody's going to get stuck with the Falcons. I know that. Hmm. Yeah. Listen. 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 Mac Jones, even though he been he was playing majority of times against second second team, he was I believe the most accurate rookie quarterback out of the entire preseason. And competing with Cam, a very very uh, I would say not he's in the twilight of his career. I'll say that much. He was able just to he was able to compete enough considering he's literally a rookie, right? And not even the first, one of the first quarterback picks. And also that being said, too, I didn't totally agree with Mac Jones being picked over Cam. If it was if it was up to me personally, I would have said, hey, let Cam start. Basically, let's go the Drew Bledsoe, Drew Bledsoe route minus Cam getting injured. Let, let Cam uh, start the first couple games at that point in the season. If they're winning, keep them. If they're losing, put him back. But Belichick just went straight straight to it and just straight up not even bench cam he released cam oh yeah and then he put all the chips on mac jones which you know and i'm sure people know that even no sports belichick he is a defensive-minded coach right he never you know with exception of i would say maybe gronk randy moss um and maybe like a few other few other wideouts he has never really helped out brady in terms of the offense I really showed much intention, right? Or attention, right? And, but at the same time, he didn't have to. But with Mac Jones, him picking Mac Jones, a rookie, over Cam Newton, MVP winning and Super Bowl uh, honoree Cam Newton, very surprising. I would say this is like, I can truly say the phrase, cautiously optimistic, because I am just excited. I'm excited to see what Mac Jones will do. And that being said, it's not just him and the team. We actually have a passing game this year, sadly, uh, Julian Edelman retired, but we actually have we have a tight end. We have the tight end package again <laughs> that we ha- we haven't had for so long. We had wide receivers, and then our running game, right? Uh, Rip, uh, son Michelle uh, leaving. I'm so mad about that, but it is what it is. And then our defense, you know, not that our defense was bad because of injury last year. Our defense was bad more obviously because of COVID. Most of the players, Dante Hightower, uh, Devin McCourty, I would say they're much the heart of our defense come back they're gonna make it as strong stronger than ever or if as strong as it was going back to hopefully you know that super bowl run and uh 2018 and then and then finally you know surprisingly no one knows this but matthew slater is now the oldest player on the patriots he does not look it and you know i would say people 
diss special teams, but hey, man, that special teams, special teams can make the difference. And he leading that special teams, he makes the difference. So, mm. you know, I'd say really, honestly, kind of what it was last year, once again, the only token of uh, confusion is the offense. But that's the part, if anything, I'm most excited to see. I gave a freaking uh, Harvard essay on that, but, you know. I, <laughs> I mean, it's your team. You obviously know you're, a you're lot about it. You're going to know more than <laughs> basically everyone else here. Anyone, 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 care, the, to, anyone care to disagree? <laughs> I mean, I'll disagree with you, like, on, like, choosing Mac Jones over Cam Newton because I do feel like uh, Mac Jones did come up from a uh, pro setup over in Alabama. Like, he came from a pro-style offense, so he has experience with, like, me. Like, obviously, there's definitely that connection with Nick Saban and Bill Belichick. Obviously, with the coach with uh, the Giants, has Joe Judge, who who coached under Nick Saban, coached under Bill Belichick. So, they definitely have that connection between the two of them. So, he definitely knows what Mac Jones could do. And he definitely can see – like, he could definitely work Mac Jones into a system. So, I definitely think this is a really good pick for you. Okay, so I'll just say my next pick. Obviously, this is kind of where I'm not as knowledgeable about these teams, but I will say what I noticed during the preseason and reports especially. Um, I'm going to have to take the 49ers. Mm, that's not bad. Like that. Yeah, and the one key I'm seeing is obviously give them some time to develop uh, Trey Lance. Mm. Yeah. yeah yeah he could definitely do really good i could see him doing really good because he has that ability to be a dual threat he can pass and he can run and when you have a quarterback like that when defenses are not expecting it that just gives you another option on the ground and that is invaluable especially in this day of age of being able to run the ball as well as pass it you have a lot of teams that have dual threats and if you don't have that on your team, I'm mostly talking about uh, the Atlanta Falcons, uh, Matt Ryan, for <laughs> as good as he's been in the past. He can't run. He's not mobile. And you can see how teams that are evolving over time just beat them because of that one fact. Well, there's multiple factors, but because of that one factor. Yeah. <laughs> the quarterback. I do. Yeah, no, I do think four hours is definitely a good pick there. But I, who are they starting first game? Do you know Jimmy G? I think they're starting Jimmy G. They, that's that's definitely the right choice to do. Yeah, because, I think I, so. Because if you want to trade Jimmy G midseason, you got to show what he can do. And if you mm-hmm. want Trey Lance to develop and actually get some get some experience, just like being able to like understand the communication within the line and everything, it's definitely good to keep him on the bench for a little bit. Yeah, and also remember a couple of years ago how good the 49ers were. Right. You have to remember yeah, that. Now, now they're not they're not a walking hospital right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see them having a pretty good year. Yeah. Richard, you got anything? Yeah, I think, you know, look, I I obviously Jimmy G is once again healthy. He makes the most sense. I just I just don't trust that man. You know, I just I feel so bad because I do I love I love the guy. I clearly love the guy. You know, he and when Tom was suspended, you know, was it for yeah, for two games, he was playing lights out, and then, you know, he got injured, right? And that's just sadly the story of his career. He gets injured, you know? So if he's able to stay healthy, 49ers obviously have a lot of promise, you know? Like, in my opinion, every year at this point, when he is healthy, I would say they have a chance 
a chance to honestly just not only make it to the playoffs, but to get far up in the playoffs. But, you know, yeah. History, sadly, uh, you know, reminds me that, you know, that is not true with um, Jimmy. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So, for my next pick, I already put it in the doc. I'm very confident about this. Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Pittsburgh and Steelers. So, here's the thing. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, Ben, he's getting up there in age. Their offense is a little bit sketch. Main no thing kidding. why, and, but, the, but the main reason why I picked this team is because, well, you see how they compete like in the beginning of the year. They're always there. They, they can get enough wins in there to at least get them into the playoffs. That's all I'm worried about with right now with like these picks right now is that they could just sneak their way into the playoffs. But their defense, their defense is the main reason why I picked this team because. Yeah, TJ Watt, they I, they lost Doug, uh, Bud Dupree, but they still have TJ Watt, and who who's the center stone of that team. And he could definitely be able to get in there, be a leader on that team. And I feel like the Steelers could do pretty good. I feel like they could do all right. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, Roethlisberger, you know, he you know, when he shows up, he, he does show up. So oh, I yeah. think, you know, yeah. with – you know, and obviously there will be more run heavy. I do think, regardless, but you know, I do think they are one once again. One, like if they are, in a sense, I would say one of the few AFC teams that for the past twenty years have been to steadily just keep up with the Patriots. You know, of you know having the coach and Mike, and then Roethlisberger. So I mean, that being said, they still have that combo. So it's like I do, I do also agree. I think anything is possible. Yeah. Um, Gavin? Um, yeah, that's the thing, like, with Roethlisberger. And you saw him, especially last year, too. Like, people thought, oh, they're going to be undefeated. Obviously, that did not happen. But you can see the promise is there, and they are an effective team that plays together. It just depends on the year, I guess, like how it goes. Right. All right, so that was short. Richard? Yeah, pretty short. Um, I want to say the Colts. Hmm. I know that I know they have the early early injuries. I know that. Ty reason why I'm not picking them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Carson Wentz. But oh, yep. Him. If if there is if there is a way to do it, they can rely on the running of Jonathan Taylor, right? Um. I think you know. Once again, there's a reason why I I waited so long for this pick. You know, because it's one it's one of those things. It's like not that we don't. They might have injuries. They already have the injuries. But if they can get back into shape, I this team might have some promise. You know, they ain't gonna beat the Titans, you know. But maybe they can squeeze in, you know, a wild card or something. So you know, uh, Colts, like if they if they didn't go through like all those injuries in the preseason and, and in training, I really was like telling people this team could actually go and win the Super Bowl. Like this team wow. is so good with Fra- with Frank Reich as the coach. They have a lot of stability with like the receivers, their defense and showing up. And Jonathan Taylor, he's probably like the best young running back right now. And he like he's probably gonna have the I don't know if he's gonna have a sophomore slump. I feel like he can definitely do some big things in his sophomore year. And and definitely if uh if Carson Wentz is like off and off, off and on injured, they're definitely gonna have to trust in that running game. And Jonathan Taylor, he's a workhorse. So I feel like he could definitely do some big things over there. 
All right. Yeah. That's yeah. what you got to say. All right, Gavin. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay, yeah, sorry. I'm just thinking about next pick, and it's painful to say because they are the rivals, but I'm going to have to go with the Saints. Mm, okay. And because the main thing that people thought about was, okay, Drew Brees is gone. What's going to happen now? Who's going to be the starting quarterback? Is it going to be Hill or Winston? And it's Winston. And the thing is, now that he's had his surgery, like, I think he could be effective. I think he could be a very effective quarterback because you've seen how many passes he could throw, how many touchdowns he can throw. Obviously, I think now he will not have as many interceptions, but also you still have Sean Payton over at that team. You still have a solid team with the Saints. So I think with that, they could get back to the playoffs. Are they going to get to the Super Bowl? I don't know because that team's pretty much cursed in the playoffs at this point. But I still think they can win some games. I still think they can get back to the playoffs. And overall, I do think they could be, to a lot of people, a surprise team this year. Yeah, no, I agree. And I especially like this pick. Because actually, the thing that like kind of differentiates them compared to like other teams, like like for Jameis Winston, I should say, uh, Jameis Winston when he was with the Bucks, he started immediately. He didn't worry about anything. He didn't do anything like important for them. There goes my camera. I'm just gonna pull up my dog, <laughs> and that's not my dog. <laughs> but yeah, His no, I'm gonna change. Man. I'm gonna change out my battery. But for here, Jameis Winston, he actually had a year to learn. He had a year to learn under Drew Brees. He had a year – like, they they started Taysom Hill just because, like, he was there. They had to go by his contract. But now, Jameis Winston, he's definitely the guy who could definitely lead that team. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, – I, I, I obviously think he – he always had the promise, you know, unfortunately, you know, just the Bucks it just never worked out. But I do agree with, yeah, having a year of time sitting – watching Drew Brees play certainly helps, but also, you know, it also helps that there is a a running game and he does have the defense to support him, you know? So it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not, all right, you're coming back and it's like, Hey, it's a one man show that you got to just be perfection for, you know, he does seemingly have a team around him to support him. Yeah. Um, And that's very important. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's a good pick. I like that pick. All right. Jake, you're up. Wait, did your mic cut out? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. I forgot I was uh, paused. <laughs> Come on, Jake. I forgot I was muted. You can't be oh. doing this, man. I, I was going to bring up another <laughs> thing about the Saints where uh, he like he has Alvin Kamara and he has Michael Thomas. Those are yeah. two key factors that are great for him to at least now he has some talent on that team all right so who am i picking next that is a good question i haven't had time to think about this uh let's go with uh 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 you know what just a surprising team we'll go with the giants Ooh. Ah. okay well i see we're taking the trend of picking our teams here so here's the thing about the giants if daniel jones shows up this team can win the division. I'm going to die on that hill right now. This team can win the division if Daniel Jones can show up. They have Kenny Galladay. He has Sterling Shepard. You have, you have uh, Kadarius Tony. You have two different tight ends with Evan Ingram and Kyle Rudolph. You have probably the best talented running back in the league 
and Saquon Barkley coming back from injury. You had this defense that stopped any kind of running game and was probably was so underrated last year. Nobody talked about this defense, but they would stop everything. I don't even think they I don't think they had any game where they I, there was one game actually against the Cowboys where they let off more than 30 points. Other than that, no more than like 25 points every game. This defense is great. This and, and it just got even better with adding Adore Jackson onto the secondary over there, which we didn't need some help on the secondary. But the line still kind of sketch, but we have some talent that stayed over, so they, they at least have some chemistry there. If Daniel Jones shows up, this team can win the division and do big things in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. – uh there goes my you know, think, passionate speech about that. Yes, there's <laughs> yeah. your passionate speech. And obviously, you're the knowledgeable one in this oh, yeah. field. So your insight is probably the most valuable here. And this is the team I pay attention to the most. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't want to know about the Giants. <laughs> um, I think I – you know, it's interesting. when I, I think when I texted you a couple weeks back, Jake, asked about Mac against the Giants. And I was like, yeah, you know, so how is the Giants, Dean? You're like, honestly, Richard, they're not that bad. And I think that's the thing going into this season. It will be interesting. You know, hey, look, man, like Giants, they, they're like the Bears. They're just historic for their D, right? It's like mm-hmm. you got that, that is what defines them. So I think the late 80s, is, early 90s defense. Yeah, whoo, I mean, the hey, defense really won the Super Bowl against you guys. Whoo. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, you know, hey, remember, the, you know, the one was it the one Super Bowl y'all lost? It, it, was, it wasn't. Yeah, I'll say it wasn't really the, the defense that year. It, it so. was Kerry Collins that game. That that was terrible. It, it was that's probably the Super Bowl with the worst quarterbacks that ever played in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Trent Dilfer versus Kerry Collins. Yeah, yep. the main reason why those two teams were there was because of their defense. And then the best defense, defense won that game. <laughs> exactly. And and I think, yeah, that being said, you know, it this is a stretch and it's a stretch. I don't want to obviously make to my bias, but you know, it does have like the blueprint of like your circa mid two thousands giants team again. Right. Cause you know, Eli Manning, you know, kind of like Daniel Jones was good, but not always good, you know, kind of here or there hit or miss, you know, and then with the defense, just having just a firm defense that just, Hey, it wasn't always the best. We just knew they knew how to win the game. They have potential of that this year. I'm not, maybe, maybe not this year, but they have potential down the line. So, mm-hmm. yes. And here's the thing. If Daniel Jones doesn't show up, we have two first-round picks. So, we can trade, trade for a quarterback midseason. So, we could trade. Like, if the Falcons are uh, just going downhill, we could trade for Matt Ryan. We, we could trade for I Jimmy mean, G. With the I don't know what the Falcons would do uh, in that situation, though. I'll say that. You guys that need the picks if you guys are taking. Yeah, but our backup <laughs> is nothing to speak about. Well, you guys are going to probably get Daniel Jones in the uh, trade. Yeah. So it would be something. Something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. so um, I feel like for my pick, honestly, it's, it's really just for one player. It's the Bengals with uh joe burrow uh interesting big big d joe i don't want to i don't want to curse on our show but you know look i mean he obviously he showed why he was the number one pick it just his team around him sucked horribly you know they were yeah. very bad and then obviously with him not being able to obviously be 100 percent due to outside you know issues of health and whatnot so i think that a year under his belt he understands the team more that the team understands him more. 
I'm not, I'm clearly, you know, I'm not saying like, oh, this has potential to be a great team. It has potential to be a team. A know? team. That's all you can a ask team. for. This. It's all it is. You know, a team, I'd say it's a team. It's, you know, this is where we're really getting to the bottom feeders of team, but this is like yeah, barely, this that's an understatement. This barely makes the cut of like, you know what? They potentially could do some things, you know, <laughs> potentially a, a, a potential of a potential, right? That's basically what I'm, I'm getting at, you know, and it's really all because of Joe. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you obviously saw how good Joe Burrow is. It just, you just have to wonder how good will the rest of the team around him be and how effective can he be as a leader this year? Because he's had time to develop. Yeah. So it really comes down to, we haven't really seen what it can be in the past because it's a relatively new team with Joe Burrow leading it. Let's watch this year and see how it does. Yeah. Oh yeah. I agree. Just going to say one thing, Jamar Chase like early concerns with him. But for some reason, they drafted Jamar Chase over Penny Sewell where they needed help on the line. And that line is still not good. Joe Burrow is endangered. Please yeah. donate to the cause to help <laughs> Joe Burrow. I think they're going to save his legs. Oh. And I don't know who they can take <laughs> right donate, now. Donate to the cause. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, because so, if Joe Burrow gets injured, that team is done for. Oh, yeah. Oh, All right. Yeah. So, Gavin. And it's kind of a similar situation with this pick um, because of one player and he's had time to develop. Um, I'm not a fan of this team, but I'm just going to have to go with them. Uh, (laughs) The Eagles. Thank God. Oh, my God. Thank God. (laughs) I thought I had to pick them. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, You picked the crap team. Why? Oh, I know I did. Uh, (laughs) Jalen Hurts. Yeah. That, that's really yeah. what it is i'm at that point where i'm like you know what these teams they're not going to be anything to speak of but jalen hurts has shown potential he's shown that he can be good and as long as the rest of the team around him shows something it's basically the same explanation for you and the bengals and also the division they're in is not the toughest division there is out there but like you said when they play each other they obviously show up for those games. Mm-hmm. It's so it might not be. Yeah. It's kind of a toss up of who gets into the playoffs in that division. But yeah, once they're in the playoffs, you never know. I'm just saying that it's a yeah. risk is a gamble. You never know. It relies <laughs> I, basically on one player. I yeah. don't. I'm about to do a Dr. Strange. I don't want them to be in the playoffs. But yeah. If they do, I do see where you're coming from. That, like, that's kind of how I am. That's why I'm like, I'm not a fan of them. I don't want to support them, but I don't want to happen. Yeah. It <laughs> it's literally the same, your same explanation with Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Yeah. It's exactly that. That one player who's had time to develop, who's shown potential. Just really the concern with the Eagles I have. Like, they're def- like, definitely for me, like, I've been paying attention to you. Like, if there's, I pay attention to the Giants. If there's anything that, that's like behind them is definitely the Falcons because they're the home team. But yeah, after that, it's those three teams in the division: the Cowboys, Redskins, and Eagles. I'm gonna tell you right now, the Eagles really do not look good. Their their coach definitely a little bit concerned. There's definitely a concern with their coach because he was the last minute. He was the last minute coming because of Doug Peterson leaving so soon, and then uh, like really nobody knew where this guy came from. 
And then there's still the stability. Like they they lost off a ton of players. They there was the whole cap space situation with them. So there's there, there's definitely a lot of holes on that team that need to be fixed up in this next. Oh draft. yeah, they are, and that's why I'm picking them so down the line. Yeah, I would no, not pick them you. first, but at speaking, this point, it's like speaking of down the line. I'm surprised. Really, we kind of let this team kind of slide out there. I feel like I know what it is, but I'll let you say it. Cardinals. Oh, yeah. The Cardinals. They just – they have DeAndre Hopkins. They have Kyler Murray. They just added J.J. Watt to their defense. And a defense that they had so many holes on. They drafted good. They have a lot of talent that's coming through that team. Cardinals could be a team that could sneak into the playoffs as the number seven seed. Because the NFC – Really doesn't have that many teams that could really like do big things in the playoffs, but there's yeah. a lot of teams that could make it with just like a nine and eight, eight and nine record. And I definitely see the Cardinals as one of those teams. Reason being because there's there's so much talent on that team, but for whatever reason they trust in Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, I mean, look here. I'm I'm looking at some uh, prediction, some predictions, and like NFC West, that's going to be a tight division. Honestly. Oh, it's tight. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, look, and I think kind of a bigger conversation in the future, it's just like it could potentially be a toss-up on who is the luckiest on the entry count. Oh, yeah. And obviously, and I, but I think for me, the biggest thing that kind of tilts my head in their direction is I would say J.J. Watt, right? He has the experience. He is a natural-born leader. Mm-hmm. He will bring that fire and fear to the defense, which, you know, obviously did not have him in the past yeah you know so that's a good thing Gavin? okay um yeah that that's the thing like at this point i'm i really haven't paid attention to that team that much and i'm at the point where it's like these remaining teams besides one i really haven't paid that much attention to so there's not much i can really say or give insight in but oh. kyler murray yeah he has shown promise um that team if they play their cards right and just don't have many injuries, it, basically that's what it comes down to. They could play the cards, oh, yeah. Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, play the cards. But um, but um. <laughs> All right. So terrible jokes aside, Richard, who are you picking? Honestly, I'm intrigued by the Bears. Okay. I that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't even say I'm cautiously optimistic because Justin Fields already with what was it, the groin injury. You know, I'm like, all right, where are we going in? But, you know, how he how he played in the preseason, look, I mean, I think he, you know, it makes me almost think back to all of us going to UGA, how the crap was it Jake Fromm started above Justin Fields, and I'm like, how the heck that happened? Yeah. But, you know, um, going, into, um, going into this season, I think that if, you know, he's able to – Stay healthy, as healthy as he can be. I think he has the potential to be a, a, but once again, potential Mahomes in the making, I would say. Or like an early version, like a Mahomes, Cam Newton, just your kind of classic dual threat, you know. But at the same time, kind of your modern day 2020 type of dual threat quarterback that's actually accurate as well on the feet. So mm. it'll get interesting. Now, me as a Giants fan, this team's going 0-17. <laughs> because we have their draft pick. Because they we're, we're the reason why they Justin Fields is on that team. So 
really? This team's going 0 17. <laughs> I mean, they have talent. They have they <laughs> yeah. definitely have talent. Magnaggy probably gonna get fired week five. I mean, look, I, as much as I say it, I, they I, even though I've I was not I was not even uh close to existence in 1985. I just I will dread the day if they start becoming uh, relevant again. And I start oh, hearing, no. if I start hearing duh bears oh, <laughs> oh no if you hear that on the street you know uh like oh god oh, you, you fear the day you fear the day that happens oh, with yeah. the yeah with the exception of a few other select teams i just i'd rather take any team over that <laughs> them being good again so all right yeah <laughs> so gavin okay yeah this is a risque pick i will say um but for me it comes down to the Jaguars because yeah. Ooh. Because okay. obviously that, that's the thing. It's a risk because you have a brand new top quarterback on that team, a top draft pick, but you don't know how it'll line up, but it comes down uh, because for me, I was looking between them and the Texans. And then I remember for the Texans about Sean <laughs> Watson. And I was like, yeah, when you have something, that bad like okay you don't have a quarterback playing it just makes you remember how important that quarterback is and maybe it'll take Lawrence some time to develop as a quarterback but he is such a good playmaker that I feel like he can work with a lot of different players to make things happen and it'll obviously take time to tell if that's actually what's going to happen but they took him at number one for a reason yeah I, I think, yeah, I, you know, I think he obviously was the benefit at Clemson where I think he's not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare put Mac Jones to that level, but you know, he had the benefit of being around a good team, you know, so it's, it will be harder to judge and obviously going yeah. into that kind of offense, it will be interesting to see what he does. That being said, I don't think this is the year for them, you know, but you know, Crazy things have happened, but oh, and that's had, why they're down at number nine. <laughs> yeah, if I had a guess, if I had to give my two cents, I would say not the year. Yeah, but it's, but it's possible. It's possible. I'm seeing this team go four and thirteen. Like, I don't think Urban Meyer is. I don't know if I'll be that. I don't know if I'll be that harsh, but I'm, I don't. I'm going to be that harsh. <laughs> I, they'll definitely have. They'll definitely have a losing record. Yeah, I they think, will. They're not going to be the top team of the year by any means. No way. But none like, of these teams down here will be. No. I'm just I mean, honestly. I'm just excited to watch Trevor play. Honestly. Yeah. Just be I'm intrigued by yeah. how it's going to go because it could go yeah. really well or it could go really poorly. And the only yeah, way no, we can they, find out is by watching him play during the regular season. I mean, I was already sound this team being really bad. Like no, like the, this the number one pick. I was like, okay, maybe they could do something until they drafted Travis Etienne at number twenty six to be a third running back. I mean, James Robinson is definitely a great running back. Like he's an underrated talent on that team. Yeah, but there's so many holes on that team that they still need so much work. Like. Yeah, they got Trevor Lawrence. They got the quarterback, probably of the future. But you still got to build that team up, and I feel like they didn't do much this offseason. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, my pick? Go ahead. The Broncos. Oh, Denver. Denver. Because here's the thing. There's so much talent on that team. There's so much young talent that nobody really talks about. Defense has Bradley Chubb, who, if he's healthy, 
he could do really good. Vaughn Miller at running back, I mean, linebacker. And then you have uh, Patrick Sertan, like a generational cornerback on that team. And then you have definitely some good running backs in Marvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon. You got a good line. You have two great receivers on that team. Quarterback is Teddy Bridgewater. That's where the question mark comes in. Because it, the way it makes the way that like the whole Aaron Rodgers thing made it sound this past uh, this offseason, it definitely seems like this team is one quarter like the way they make it sound. This team is one quarterback away from making the playoffs. And if Chey Bridgewater could just at least do the job, get the job done, and do it right, this team could be dangerous. And look, obviously, with more defensive minded coach it might take some of the stress off of him too, mm-hmm. right? It could kind of, you know, bring it back to, you know, I guess in recent years, you know, what made Broncos great is their defense, you know? Yeah. But what made them successful, you know, they, they yeah. were great with the offense, you know, I think there's, are they still the number one scoring offense of all time? Maybe. Um, Maybe. But it was with their defense that they actually had the success, you know, yeah. I think going back to the roots of that, I uh, agree with that pick. All right. And that, yeah, that being, yeah. But, you want to complete? Want oh, to no, no, no. I was, gonna, I was going to say something else, but right. we'll, we'll save it. Gavin? I mean, you think? can go ahead first, uh, Richard, if you had something more intellectual to say, I would say, because I really have nothing to say about this. Broncos haven't been a team I have paid much attention to, hey, honestly. Honestly, uh, you know, it, once the Patriots stopped playing them, I have been paying less. And who was that idiot quarterback a couple years ago that beat the Pats once and they signed him? Gosh. Uh, Peyton Manning is better than Tom Brady. Not, no, no, not Peyton Manning. The other guy, that that other backup oh, that's guy. That's a debate that, for another. Day. Oh, uh, Brock Osweiler. Osweiler, yeah. <laughs> like I, I just, I honestly was like, after, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but honestly, after that, <laughs> the worst incident, mistake that he made was to go to the Texans after the season he had with the Broncos. That was the worst decision I've ever seen in an NFL player make. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah, but anyway. I don't know. It's just after after he left, I was like, you know what? That chapter in the rivalry is just closed. Yep. It's done. Uh, <laughs> so I'm Richard, who you picking? Yeah, and then uh, and then my pick. Uh, what was? It? Oh yeah, uh, this is literally just a pick. That's all it is. You know, I'm not confident about it. I'm just I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> is uh, Texans? Um, literally, obviously, we all know today. Was it Tyra Taylor? Was confirmed. Yeah, Tyra Taylor. Start, start week one. That's honestly. I just don't trust I, yeah, I don't. But you know, I was actually looking it up earlier at Tyra Taylor on the Bills, and like he was just he was okay, you know. And I think that's just why I'm picking this okay pick. They were just they will just be at the very best okay, and at the very worst horrible, <laughs> you know. And yeah. I think Tyra Taylor, he's past his prime you know i obviously i do think there was a time where he was semi-respectable but i just do think it's just a situation where you know with the controversy surrounding deshaun watson texans obviously wish they'd be in a better situation i think they wish they would have worked something out with another team this is the situation they're at right now i don't think anything will happen and um but that being said the only reason why I'm picking this team is if for some reason, you know, they can't figure out with Deshaun and they just start the man, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they do. 
So, I mean, I was looking at this team uh, the other day. Actually, they still have like they they have a lot of holes, but they still have like uh, good players on there. It's, I saw they had like one good receiver. They have Laramie Tunsil, and they have Whitney Merciless. They still have some good talent on that team. It's just a matter of like the whole organization like on fire right now, just like a whole dumpster yeah. fire. That's the main thing. The coach still has some question about him. There's still the question about the Sean Watson. There's still the question is just like, what's going to happen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing for me, the uncertainty. That's why I really just don't trust the team because I'm like, okay, when you're going into the season and it's starting in a few days and you have this many unknowns in your own organization, that's got to be distracting for the team. Oh, and yeah. when you have that going on, plus you're missing pretty much your starting quarterback. It's like, okay, what is going to happen? It's going to be interesting to see. Yep, It's just going to be an intriguing thing to watch. So, yeah, I can see that. Okay. All right, so Gavin, your okay, final so pick. I'm surprised, uh, actually, this hasn't been picked yet uh, because they can – be good, but Please. I'm gonna say the Vikings. Damn it! Ah, uh, yeah. Damn it. Okay. I was. I noticed that they were still on the board. I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say. Ah. I just noticed. I was like, oh, no one's picked them yet, and I'm surprised just because. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're the only team left that I could see potentially going to the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, no, like that whole. Yeah, and they team. have weapons. Yeah, they obviously yeah, they have, have weapons so on much the sides, weapon. and yeah, they can be a good team, especially if their defense for. for their defense returns to form. Like if they get back on there, I could see them being a team that at least could win some games. Yeah, they, they definitely had to bolster out that defense because that defense was like holding them back. They have yeah. Dalvin Cook. They have uh, Adam Thielen. They have Je- Justin Jefferson. They did lose their tight end, but I think they have a tight end that's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins is the only question mark. That's it. Kirk that's Cousins, if thing. he shows up, he could actually do all right and actually lead this team to the playoffs. They ain't going to go far. They, I don't think they're going to go past no. that. Card. No, they're not going to, but I could see them potentially getting there. And yeah, at this no, point can. in the list, what more could you ask for? Honestly, yeah, no, you. Yeah. this is such a sleeper pick. Yeah. Yeah, I think like Fitzpatrick, I think Kirk Cousins is like if he shows up, I'd say not like necessarily Fitzpatrick. I'd say with Kirk, it's more if he shows up, he's decent. And at least he, he manages the game the best of his ability. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to do it. I'm picking the Falcons. Oh, you are now. Oh. Okay. The now this is going to be interesting. So here's the thing. There's so many holes on this team. Their defense is terrible. Mm-hmm. Their defense is horrible. Just going to, mm-hmm. just going to lay it out there. There's, they lost so much talent on that defense. It's, I have a question. Yeah. It's their offense. The reason why I'm picking this team because they still have Matt Ryan. Yeah, who can who produces a lot? He does so much on that offense. He carries that offense so so much. Running backs, yeah, could be a little bit better. And then their receivers, Calvin Ridley, and then they just added the tight end for some reason. I can't think of his name right now. Gavin, uh, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Yes, that that team could produce a lot of like just surprises like out there. They they they're. they're if anything, they're going to get some weeds, surprisingly, and then lose them all. That's the yeah, thing. that's but, my worry. I know the history of that team. I've yeah. witnessed it firsthand in the yeah. stadium several times, so I just don't have that vote of confidence. Mm-hmm. 
And then there's also the thought of this team could actually still get the number one pick too. So that's the main reason, like those added bonus points right there, uh, that can help me out with them as well. But that is do, true. That is true. And I mean, that's why the Texans pick is actually like it. Yeah, all right, pick. But I just feel like this team could produce some wins. I feel like they could do all right. Yeah, I think that. Um, look, I mean, Matt Ryan. When that, when that man shows up, I mean, he does show up. You know, oh, he yeah. obviously is a very talented. Yeah, he's been a very talented he's, quarterback. He's, he's the just, only quarterback that could lose a game by passing for 500 yards. Yeah, like yeah, he can only quarterback like, do that. Yeah, it's like on 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 paper, yeah, he should be up. You know, in terms of greatness, oh, he's, up there he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he is easily. You know, and that's why honestly, this is so sad because just you know, I think that is the part of I do think sometimes it's more than just the talent. It is also just how the team feels, you know, the identity of the team. And I think the Falcons, it's almost like a, it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. They, they know in a sense, they will just always just mess it up. And I'm just like, mm. it will take just, even if the player is just as good as Matt Ryan, it will just take a new face that offers a new identity to that team just to be like, Hey, this is the new age of the Falcons. This is what we're doing. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, unless, right. you know, Matt Ryan, like, Dyes his hair blonde or something, and <laughs> yeah, renames no. renames himself, renames Rat Mayan. Yeah, renames himself uh, Bro Ryan or something like that. Bro Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, and then, and with that, the final pick. And I'm saying this, and you'll be very. You'll, I'm going to make fun very... of your pick if you pick the teams that I'm thinking of. There should be one team hey, y'all, that y'all should be should picked pat here. Me on the back because I am doing this with as much little bias as I can do. Oh, okay. Um, you know, it, there's one good pick here that I see. If you don't right, pick well, them, I'm a, we're screwed. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm saying the Jets. No, you did not. Yes, I did. Are you doing this because we know no, a you Jets did not. fan and you want him to be happy? No, you did not. I, did. I, I think he just did. I, I think if you rewind this a bit in post, you'll hear what he did just say. Hmm. Now, I will say this. Kind of sus. I am zero about this pick because, honestly, if I had to do the final pick, it would have been the Falcons. If I have to choose, I would say this. Okay. Zach Wilson has something. I don't really know what. He has something. I hope he doesn't have it, but he might. The coach, there's strong, there is strong-ish new foundations with uh, was coach, what is it, Robert? It's Sala. Sala. Robert Sala. Yeah. yeah. And then, so it's like the first thing that the Jets have ever, never had that they might have is an offense, right? I, I know very little about them. I'm just saying the, the bits and pieces I saw them last year, I was like, hey, honestly, this is the first time in a while where it almost reminded me, crap, what's his face? Chad, was it Pennington in the early 2000s, right? Not as yeah. good, not nearly as good. Obviously, Chad Pennington was good, but he was just injury plagued. But I was like, okay. This is something. I feel like the reason why I didn't choose, uh, obviously Lions, because I mean, good God. And then <laughs> Panthers was just yeah. a toss up. The toss up was yeah. Panthers and Fal- uh, and Panthers and Jets. Um, I'm surprised that is a toss up. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's a toss up because the Panthers have always been the Panthers. You know, Talk I think about they're, that's they're they're like the they're like the Falcons. Just take away like good players. And then you got the Panthers. That's essentially what the Panthers are. I would say the Jets are so much 
are such a joke where they have nothing to lose. Where I feel like <laughs> the Panthers are like not trash, but they're just bad. And it's like you got to be trash before you get back up to good, like the Browns almost. You know, you got to yeah, reach the bottom much. to get back to the top. You know, and I feel like the Panthers in that way they're not quite there yet. So I'm like, all right, let's give them a couple more seasons of being just trash the, or the being thing, bad, and then they'll be trash. The thing is, if the Panthers end up actually showing up, we're all screwed because we'll actually lose points with them winning. Oh I would, yeah, I would prefer you to pick the Panthers over the Jets. Because now, because at least with the Jets, like we can guarantee you, like maybe like four or five wins with them. With the Panthers, there's a chance that they could win seven. So I was really hoping that you picked the Panthers for that reason because they do have they do have some talent. There's, uh, I mean, Sam Darnold is there, but if they I, could trade for a quarterback. If, if I had to say the ballsy move of this draft, that was it. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, that was definitely the ballsy about, move. Talk about unbiased pick two. Of course, of course, I don't want to pick the Jets. Oh, yeah, you know no what? way. I mean, that was kind of me in the Saints. Like, I didn't want to pick them, but I at least knew, like, okay, they were, uh, they're an effective I'm like, team. I'm like skeet shooting, and if I the bird's like them. 10 miles away, right? Like, that's essentially what I'm doing with the Jets. But I could still hit that bird. You, it might, it's a slim chance, but you, <laughs> you mean, kind of have a chance of hitting it. And yeah, that's I, what I'll say. It's a stretch to say that they could do anything this season, but very much a stretch. You never know at the same time. Weirder things have happened. And also, one thing uh, going back to the Falcons that I'll add on as well the coaching changes. It's a whole new dynamic mm. going on with Arthur Smith, who really hasn't had much of that i really have no trust coach. in arthur smith that's what that's the one thing that was holding me back from them too from picking it all it's like okay if we got a more experienced head coach okay maybe there could be some changes for the better but when you have pretty much a coach that's a brand new head coach almost like just overall from coaching because yeah before he didn't have that much experience either and he just went to become a head coach when you have someone move through the ranks that fast Right. How effective is he going to be? The Falcons need I'll, someone who has that experience that can turn that ship around. And I don't know if Arthur Smith is that guy. I'll be honest, the Falcons should have kept the coach that they had last year. Like Raheem Morris. Yeah, Raheem Morris. They yeah. should have kept him. He was he he had that team like tightly he packed. He had that team that was just like just like a family, more than like Dan Quinn, because Dan Quinn, like you said, like uh, Raheem Morris. Could be like he would tell who he would know. Dan Quinn lost that team completely after the Super Bowl, like the Super oh Bowl. Oh my god! Yeah, I know he did. And that's why the Falcons are so ineffective after yeah. that. And I saw that spark come back a little bit with Raheem. But yeah, and for whatever reason, they didn't keep him. Out, they him. And now he's person in. Yeah, and now I think he's with the Bucks, right? Well, no, who who is he with? No. He's with, he's with, he's with the Rams. Rams. Yeah, I was gonna say that's he's with an that, LA team. Like yeah. the that's the that's like. Rams are going to be good, like on defense. There, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he defensive Morris, for the Rams. They should have kept Raheem Morris, but for whatever reason, they just let him go. I don't know why. I honestly don't. Know. I it's, guess it's just the Falcons. Brain. It's confusing, honestly. All right, yeah. So here's what we got. So, ow, <laughs> my foot. Don't worry, Stop hurting yourself. yourself. All right, so Gavin had the first pick in each round. He had the Bucks, Titans, Browns, Seahawks, Raiders, 49ers, Saints. Eagles, Jaguars, and Vikings. How do you feel, Gavin? 
I feel like it could be a pretty solid lineup. I feel like you're lying. <laughs> no, I honestly think that. No, I honestly think that lineup could produce something. Yeah, no, it especially could. with the top picks and the bottom picks are kind of stretches. But I feel like at the same time, all of our bottom couple picks are stretches too. Like it could work out either way. Mm-hmm. All right, so there you have me. Bills, Rams, Ravens, Chargers, Dolphins, Steelers, Giants, Cardinals, Broncos, and Falcons. What do I think of this, Jake? Well, Jake, I'll tell you this. Uh, I feel like this team, this team of players, like these teams, uh, could actually do really good. I feel like a lot of these teams could sneak their way into the playoffs, produce some wins, produce some great talent, and get me some valuable points that are definitely needed. I feel like at least eight of these teams could sneak their ways into the playoffs. Eight. That's I mean, that's a phenomenal number just to have it in this draft. Broncos, they're going to be okay. Falcons, they're going to suck. There you go. All right. So for Richard, we have Packers, Chiefs, Cowboys, Redacteds, Patriots, <laughs> Colts, Broncos, Bears, tight, Texans, and Jets. How do you feel, Richard? I'm going to win. No hesitation. Okay. I'm no like, hesitation right there. Two no problem, teams are going to probably produce you at least five wins. Just going to say that. <laughs> <I'm> winning. <laughs> All right. And then the two teams that are left at that are probably going to make us lose some points. I'm, get, I'm, getting, bu- I'm getting Buffalo Wild Wings bought for me, bro. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's our teams. Is there anything okay. else you guys want to talk about? Hmm. Honestly, I nothing heard, yeah, on my mind. Right now, all I'm doing right now is waiting till season starts. I it's am not pumped. much time. We got till Thursday, baby. I that's know. Gonna be and excited. That's going to provide for some good content. I'm excited. I'm excited. Right. So I want to thank you guys so much for watching. Any last words, Gavin? Last words? All I have to say is I am so glad we finally started this podcast. We've been talking about doing it for a while. And I'm so glad we have Jake on board now with the Fistful team. And yeah, just be on the lookout for our other Fistful channels, such as Fistful of Terror that is coming soon for the Halloween season. It's going to be a great time. And also go check out Fistful of Thrills because I am currently covering Universal's Halloween Horror Nights. I just went down there and I'm making a few videos on that. Yeah, the future's looking bright, gentlemen. All right, yeah, and all those links will be in descriptions. You, you'll really learn how much of a nerd these two are. I'll just say that. <laughs> and then we got Richard. What do you think? Yeah. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Obviously this, this was new. We were still uh, kind of uh, figuring out what, what we are as a, as a podcast, but Hey, I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, three little uh, knuckleheads like ourselves uh, talking about sports for the past about two hours, close to yeah, two this hours. Is insanely long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, oh my hey, gosh, yeah. hey, if you stuck through this whole time, uh, thank you. And uh, yeah, you know, as Gavin said, you know, we uh, obviously thanks thanks to Jake for coming up with this brilliant idea, but for the Fistful brand, uh, yeah, we got we got Fistful Cinema, the OG Fistful, uh, which we we've been off for a while, but we will be picking back up, no worries. And then uh, Gavin is has a ton of a prefer of content from uh, Halloween Horror Nights and Universal, and then we recently coined uh, the new. Uh, uh, fistful of terror which we will be working on in the coming coming months so you know it's very exciting uh definitely if you like all if you like all four interests check it out if 
you just want to check out sports, then just keep tuning into our episodes. Uh, we love talking about it. It's all of our passions. And thanks so much, y'all. Uh, yeah, and thank you guys so much for watching. This has been a fun ride so far. First episode. Can't wait for the next one. We'll see you guys in the next one. It, 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 I mean, this is at the end of the video, I know, but timestamps will be in the description of like each team that we talk about. You probably see that by now. So that's probably pointless just to say, honestly. But I hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you guys in the next one.